welcome to this third and final part in a series looking at how membership or partnership for us works at Watch It Baptist Church. You're watching Watch It Baptist Church online. My name's Mike, I'm the pastor here. And we've looked previously at two of the three commitments that we make in our Pentecost uh, covenant service each year. This third part looks at the third of those promises and, and the covenant that we make, covenant is a, is a really good word because it talks about a, a commitment between people that is relational. It's not just transactional, it's not just legal, it actually it implies a relationship is happening. Covenant was the word that God used to talk about the, the terms of the relationship, or the basis is a better word, of relationship between him and Abraham. But also before that, between him and Noah, and later on between him and Moses and the people of Israel. And then Jesus later on refers to a new covenant. So it's a very Bible-ish word. And that's what we do. We, we renew a covenant each year, a commitment based on relationship with God, with each other. And as we'll see this time, with the community around us. So let's begin in prayer and then we'll look at what that commitment says. Lord Jesus, we are a people because we follow you. In so many ways, there is nothing else that would bring together such a, a different, diverse, ragtag bunch of people. And we are grateful for you bringing us together in the way that you do. Would you help us see how we might commit ourselves to the community and world around us as we look at this session? we're going to begin with the commitment to our neighbours in the world and, and this is how it's put I commit to my neighbours in the world and then we speak symbolically to our community sometimes we actually turn and face the door that we came in through or something like that but we say this joining in with God's loving mission and going I commit to sharing God's love with you in my attitudes in my actions and in my words I will be good news in relationship with you. Right at the very end of Matthew's Gospel, which is a brilliant piece of writing and, and well worth going through, Jesus gives a final commissioning to his immediate followers. They'll later be thought of as apostles, people like James and John and Simon Peter and Thomas and others. And he says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, therefore, Go and make disciples of all nations. Ethnos is the Greek word, so it's like ethnicities or people groups. Baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Now, it's not the first time Jesus has sent out his immediate entourage he's done it twice before in fact once they go out as a group of 12 in pairs and later on they go out as a group of 70 or possibly 72 again in pairs so it's not the first time Jesus has said right off you go and in both the previous occasions he said I want you to go and tell people about the kingdom about the way that God's rule should be and that that kingdom has come and is coming and that's an important thing for us. If a little confusing, Jesus not, not, uh, not only once says uh, a time is coming and has now come. It's like he wants to live in this kind of paradox of things that have started but haven't started yet. Slightly confusing? Well, possibly. 
But this is because Jesus recognises that his arriving starts something and that his coming again will bring it about to its full conclusion. So a time is coming, but it has already come. You can kind of see where he's coming from with that. And so he gives this instruction to his disciples and said, look, this, this is your role. When you follow me, part of your role is to go and tell other people, every people group you can find, about me. And don't worry about doing that because you have authority to talk to people about me because I've given you that authority and I have all the authority. Jesus, remember, is God, completely God and also completely human. And if you find that confusing, welcome to a very well established and large club of people who don't quite get it either. That's okay. We don't have to. What we are seeing in this third commitment, though, is that is the outworking of that instruction from Jesus. He says, go and tell people. Now, I remember in the last session, I talked about how the vision of Watchit Baptist Church is to be a place where we uh, are a loving community that talks about Jesus. That's, that's our vision. That's what we want to be. That means that we're going to be a community where people find safety and security and welcome. There will be times when doing that is difficult or brings friction with it. And there actually might be some situations where we want to welcome people, but actually we also have to protect the community that we're part of. So everything that we do in the name of Jesus involves discerning. Hardly any of it is just about playing by the rules. Jesus, after all, wasn't very big on doing that himself. But he says, go and tell people. And that means that our vision to be a community that talks about Jesus means that we're a vision, sorry, means that we're a community that talks about Jesus when we're together and when we're out there, when we're gathered and when we're scattered. So joining in with God's loving mission and going, I commit to sharing God's love with you in my attitudes, in my actions and in my words. And so what we do when we say that is we recognise the way Jesus wants humanity to work we recognize how Jesus has called us to be he calls us to be loving in our attitudes actions and words he calls us to be welcoming in attitudes actions and words he calls us to be those who let people know about Jesus in our attitudes actions and words it can't just be attitudes it can't just be actions and it can't just be words we need those things to gel together to to interlock and then tellingly at the end it says I will be good news in relationship with you so we recognize as we talk about how we engage with our communities that we need to be in relationship with them it's not going to do us any good uh, if we're going to commit to our neighbors to stand to one side and and talk at them or shout at them that's not going to help that they need a, a relationship with somebody who knows Jesus and that's where we come in we can be the person who brings that Jesus likeness which is why it says I will be good news in relationship with you not just I will tell you good news but I will be good news now Jesus again in Matthew talks about I think it's in Matthew it might be in Luke talks about what his purpose is and he quotes Isaiah and says um to proclaim good news uh Ah, to restore sight to the blind, to release the captives and to declare the year of the Lord's favour. So Jesus has a clear idea about what it means for him to live out his purpose. 
And that's what good news is from his point of view. When he sends those disciples out as a 12 and then as a 72. And then when he sends them again at the end of Matthew's Gospel, Matthew 28, he is saying, this is what I want the world to know about. And I want you to partner with me in sharing that. And I want you to partner with me in sharing it, not just in what you say, but in what you do and in how you do it too. Now you might say, well, there's an awful lot of pressure in that. And I can understand that perspective. It's a big ask. I have no doubt that the disciples, on all three of the occasions that Jesus commissioned them and sent them, must have felt their hearts fluttering. Goodness only knows what, how he expects us to do this, they might have thought. But this is why those two previous commitments are also still so important. So the first commitment is that we follow Jesus. And the second is that we function as a community, which means that when we are committing ourselves to our neighbours in the world, we're not doing it solo. We're not doing it in a way that's isolated. We are absolutely doing it hand in hand with each other and hand in hand with the God who provides for us. In John's Gospel, Jesus is really clear that although he won't be with them in flesh and blood terms forever, he will be with them always through his Holy Spirit. He calls uh, his Holy Spirit actually an advocate, somebody who's going to advocate for him to us and who advocate for us to Jesus and advocate with us to those who need to hear us. We are not alone and no part of this commitment suggests in any way that we're going to be doing any of this stuff solo. In fact, quite the reverse. That second commitment which is no more or less important than the others, but is still pivotal, says discipleship and worship and learning and mission. We will do these things together. And when we commit to our neighbours in the world, we're committing as that family firm, going to become an expression of Jesus to those around us those who live next door to us, those we meet in the post office or the shop, those who we see at work, those who we encounter at the school gates, wherever it might be, the people you know, people you have regular contact with, the people who you're developing a relationship with, they're the ones who you can share that good news with, that you can be good news for in the name of Jesus. That's it from me for this third and final session. Let's bring things to a close with prayer. Lord Jesus, we are at our best when we are committed to following you. We are at our best when we're committed to each other in this community of faith. We're at our best when we are sharing the loving good news of the kingdom of God with the community, with the people around us who need to know Jesus. So would you reinvigorate us in all these ways? Would you give us joy in being the kind of disciples that live like that? And would you honour our covenant commitment to you, to each other and to the world around us? In Jesus' name, Amen.